Attention all civilians. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber and also our guest, Dr. Anthony W. Martin, author of Medical Crisis, Secrets Your Doctor Won't Share With You. If you would like to check out his website, you can do so at www.drmartin.ca for Canada. And the toll-free number is 1-866-660-6607. Something about sixes there. There you go. Yeah, lots of them. Safe six. (laughs) (laughs) Say, Benjamin Franklin said, apple a day keeps the doctor away. Do you know anything about that? That is so true. Uh, Again, uh, what a great fruit. Um, One of the secrets to apple is... uh, is calcium pyruvate that you get in in in, in an apple. It is one of the great uh, supplements, and you don't even have to take a supplement. You just eat an apple. Yeah. But it's one of the great weight reducers. Ah. You get that in an apple. Can you imagine that? Nice. Any and, apple? And any apple. And then uh, pectin, of course, which is, you know, that you get in part of the skin. Yeah. A great fiber. Uh, you know, apples, of course, are one of the best things that you could ever have for your teeth and preventing gum disease. And every time you have an apple, remember this, it will help turn your body fluids more alkaline. So it's almost nature's perfect food. So uh, I agree. It's, uh, it's fantastic. An apple a day will keep the doctor away. How, how about eating the seeds? Well, apple seeds are good. Uh, your body breaks them down. There's some nutrients in there, and uh, you know the once the acidity of the stomach hits those seeds, uh, actually quite good for you. So uh, you know the only thing I concern with young kids, uh, you know, choking on them and things like that, but they're actually good for you. Yeah, and I bet if you had a couple cans of pop a day, you'd be in great shape too, huh? <laughs> well, not like apples. <laughs> Doesn't quite measure up to apples, huh? What, what does soda pop do for you? Him. He's coughing over there on there, that there's one. Some real, there's some real reputable companies selling soda pop and stuff. Tell us about how healthy this is for us, would you? Well, just think about this. Keith and Charmaine, think about this. Every time you look at a can or a bottle of soda, think of 10 to 12 teaspoons of sugar in there. Isn't that just like that nauseates me? It actually what? does us too. It sort yeah. of makes you cringe. You, you know, you know what's, what's even worse about what they put in soda <laughs> that's even worse than sugar? It's high fructose corn syrup. Your body doesn't know what to do with that. That's uh. a kind of a syrup that really, really is different than any other um, sugar because it's so sweet that your body just doesn't know what to do with it. It doesn't break it down, much like margarine. And it sends yes. your it sends your uh, your pancreas into overdrive, secreting insulin like uh, unbelievable. And that's why you're getting so many children today, especially, where their cells, we call this syndrome X, right? Okay. It's a new syndrome where, where cells at a very young age become insulin resistant. Yes. Like, like what's really important when you think of cells is uh, like people are trying to understand what, what the importance of insulin. Well, insulin is like a key 
and the key opens up the cell walls so that sugar will go inside your cell for energy, right? Right. Yep. And and when you when somebody becomes a diabetic, for example, the key doesn't work anymore, and that's why you you need to take insulin because the 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 key uh, to your cell isn't working. But now we're seeing in children this this whole new syndrome. Uh, where the cells have become insulin resistant at a much, much earlier age. I never thought I would see it in my lifetime, but I'm seeing an epidemic of it today, and it's all because of the amount of sugar, especially that these children consume. Like I said, 150 pounds a year, and a lot of it is this high fructose corn syrup that's one of the worst type of sugars that you could ever take. I'll tell you, I'm always amazed when I see mothers feeding their kids pop with their meal. I, I just, it boggles my brain. Yeah. I wonder what they're thinking. Yeah, and they, I, 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 they don't realize the what they're doing uh, to those kids. And then, you know, like even sugar and cereal, you know, like oh. where they're having cereal in the morning and, and there's more sugar. There's probably four or five teaspoons of sugar in, in every uh, and then the kids get to school and they can't concentrate and they can't figure out why. And it's their diet. <laughs> to me, it's like having cake and ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, it's about the same thing. About the same thing. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Anthony W. Martin, author of Medical Crisis, Secrets Your Doctor Won't Share With You. So do you know any more about this uh, high fructose corn syrup, is it? Yes. Uh, like well, like uh, asthma yeah. or, or does it cause any kind of disease that you know? Well, or? And, you know, like a lot of people don't realize, even when they take, uh, Keith and Charmaine, they take these sports drinks. Yep. You know, these, uh, uh, they, you know, to replenish fluids. I mean, they, they do replenish for example, uh, you know, some of your electrolytes that you lose when you're sweating. Right. But if they have high fructose corn syrup in it, they, they're actually defeating the purpose uh, right. for taking them. And I see all these athletes and whatever taking some of this stuff, and I, I realize that, you know, that sends a wrong message to these kids. Um, I use the example of high fructose corn syrup, uh, very similar to margarine. You know, margarine, you got to understand, I've been around for quite a while. Uh, I watched margarine come on the scene, yeah. uh, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Sure. And people said, isn't this wonderful? It doesn't have hardly any fat, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's good for you and whatever. But your body doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. It, it, it can't break it down. And that's what happens with high fructose corn syrup. Your body just does not know what to do with it. It it, it sends the, the pancreas into an absolute uh, tizzy. And uh, it, it's causing all sorts of problems today. What about aspartame? I bet you like that, too. Oh, you know I love it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get these, uh, you get these sweeteners that are chemically uh, made, and, uh, again, it's, it's, it, the body just doesn't know how to break these things down. They get into your body. And they start accumulating. They accumulate toxins. Right. Because your body can't break down aspartame. And even Splenda, like I, 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 people tell me, well, what about Splenda? It's made from sugar. Yes, but the second it's chemically 
uh, modified, it uh, the body doesn't know what to do with it. So uh, you're really setting yourself up for problems. And I would suggest there are some great sweeteners that are very good for you that you don't need to take aspartame or whatever. One of them is maple syrup. Yes. One of the best sweeteners a person can take is, I mean, not Aunt Jemima's now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pure stuff, please. And honey, you know, locally grown honey is a great thing for allergies. It's great for your immune system. And it's a great sweetener, and your body knows what to do with it. Now, it doesn't mean that you eat a whole jar of it at every meal, but just to sweeten, uh, you know, is very, very good for you. So there, I always give people alternatives because they really, you know, I, I don't tell people they can't do something without replacing it, right? Yes. Right. With a healthier choice. So there's a lot of sleep disorder going on these days. What's What do you think's behind that? Well, I think there's a couple of factors. Uh, it's cheap. Uh, I think the number one factor in, uh, you know, in food manufacturers is they found, um, you know, almost like a filler that, that makes it food cheaper to manufacture. And unfortunately, um, you know, I tell people when they go to the grocery store, you know, spend their time on the outside aisles, not on the inside ones. Because if you look at what's on those inside aisles, almost all of it is processed foods, uh, sugar-based foods, uh, high-sodium-based foods, and, um, you know, a lot of trans, uh, trans fats, right, which are highly dangerous, yeah. Yeah. very uh, cancer-producing. And so, uh, you know, manufacturers, I think if you ask me the question, Keith, I think the number one reason is cost. It keeps the cost of, uh, of making foods down because high fructose corn syrup is very inexpensive. Right. And so is trans fatty acids, by the way. They're very inexpensive to make. Yep, yep. So, I, you know, I would say that that's, that's the, the problem. They you want know. cheap. And so they, uh, you know, they, they add these things that, uh, that make food very cheap to make. And and then we have sleep order from disorder from eating that kind of food that just isn't healthy or natural for us. Throws our rhythms well, off. Well, you know, and one of the things that I say in my book too is that we we are a generation we're overfed and yet undernourished. Yep. And and I mean it's not that we're not consuming calories we're we're consuming too many, but when you don't get the nutrients in food. Because of this high processing and all of the stuff that uh, that uh, you know we're consuming that really has very little nutritional value, uh, the body you know the body when you don't eat and I, I you know this is an interesting thing by the way when I get people into my office and I start talking to them about losing weight I always tell them you know what you're not eating enough. And they look at me like I have two heads. <laughs> you know? There's that say, fat no, head no, again. I mean, really, you're literally not eating enough of the right thing. And they cannot get over uh, how easy it is uh, when I put them on a program because I tell them, you're not eating enough. I want you to eat more. You make the right choices more often during the day. And I never, never want you to be hungry. Because if you're hungry, your body will store fat. You're much like a bear. When it knows it's not going to eat for a long time, it stores fat. Yeah. You literally have to change that mechanism. 
So I get a great, great results by working with people when they understand how the body works and you you feed them the proper food. You know, that's a good psychology. Uh, it's like a deprivation, and so your body, the survival mechanism in your body, when you try to diet and lose weight, it goes, by golly, we got to hold on to every kind of nutrient we get in us now. And so you you actually go on a downward spiral instead of upgrading the quality of food you eat. Well, exactly. And, and you know, I see that a lot in children, too, is where uh, there's a lot more obesity in children. And it's because they're eating empty calories. And the brain, the brain doesn't know what you're eating, right? Yeah. I mean, so the brain says, you know what, that person's not eating. They're not feeding me. And so the brain, which is more sensitive than any other organ in the body, to, number one, it's blood sugar levels, especially. It will store fat. So you have to turn that mechanism off. And the way to do it is to eat more often the right things. If you give your body the proper nutrition, you will lose weight. It's a, it's amazing how quickly that, because you you turn off the mechanism of storing fat. That's right. How does eating a banana help reduce a chocolate craving? I bet there's a few folks that would like to know that one. Well, the biggest thing in a banana is uh, uh, potassium. Potassium, right? Yep. yep. And um, I mean, it's it's got other things too. Bananas are very very good, by the way. They're a healthy fiber. And I, I, I just so I don't forget this. Let me say one thing. When you eat, um, because people might be confused as to what I've said here, Keith and, and uh, Charmé, yeah. about uh, the sugar. Okay. Now, fructose. Okay. When I said high fructose corn syrup, that's different than the fructose that you get from eating fruits or vegetables. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because every time you have a fruit and vegetable. It is surrounded by fiber. Yeah. And when it's surrounded by fiber, your body breaks it down much differently, and it's actually quite, quite good for you. So I just wanted to make sure they're not confused. I don't want people to eliminate all sugar. The proper sugar is to have fructose, and fructose in an apple or an orange or in a grapefruit or in grapes and all those fruits and vegetables are good for you. Right. And so don't avoid those type of sugar. And they have the, the fiber with them, which helps everything work together. Yeah, and plus it detoxifies you. Remember, fiber is so good, and that's why bananas uh, will really help. But it's the potassium in the bananas. A lot of times when you don't have enough potassium in your diet, you really, really do get chocolate craving. And so this is one of the things that helps to diminish that. And just strengthen, you know, uh, strictly having uh, a banana can help to uh, to decrease those, those cravings. The other thing that I, I talk about in my book is, if you're getting a lot of cravings for sugar, get a live blood cell test done to make sure that you're not full of uh, candida because that's often a side effect of having extra candida, that yeast in your blood, literally. Right. So if you have candida, what do you do about it? Well, the first thing that I do is make sure that, because whenever you have candida, understand where it comes from. It comes from the bowel. So what do you do? You've got to stop the leak, and we call that leaky gut. So one of the, you know, the other, in the last program, I talked about the importance of omega-3. Yep. Yeah. One of my real all-star supplements is our probiotics, friendly bacteria. Right. They're on your side. 
Yes. And whenever you have a candida infection or if you're suspicious that your body is full of candida, one of the first things you need to do is take friendly bacteria because they help to reline your your bowel and stop candida coming in from the gut because that's where it comes from. I see. If you, if for women that are listening, if they have recurrent uh, yeast infections in their urinary tract or in their in their reproductive organs, you need to take a good probiotic because they that will help to because you know where you see yeast a lot of times is when people take antibiotics, right, or even Tylenol uh, for pain. Yeah, in a constant way that destroys your normal flora, the normal bacteria in your gut. Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today, Dr. Anthony Martin, author of Medical Crisis, Secrets Your Doctor Won't Share With You. We've got more after the break. And don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN.